consider yourself normal, then this is not the show for you. Please go somewhere else. This is WYRD. If it's getting weird, it's got to be the Weird Mountain Gals Show. The Weird Mountain Gals. I just realized every time I move, it makes a popping noise. Like, <laughs> so, well, I'm I'm knitting, so you're going to hear that click, click. Well, that's comforting. <laughs> so here I go. You ready? Yep. Cover your ears. It'll probably be loud. Okay. Now I'm off well, the I chair. Didn't, I didn't hear nothing. Did you not? Okay. I'm going to no. sit down again. <laughs> so what's been going on miss byron how's your week been um well it's been okay it's been busy um as they always are but i was really blessed yesterday we mm-hmm. went to the grocery store and then had the afternoon where there was a thousand things i should have been doing but instead uh we worked in the garden Oh, nice. And that always makes me feel like a real human being again. Oh, that's so cool. You know, I thought about uh, Joe the other day when I was looking through this gardening magazine and, and it had all these kind of exotic fruit vines and plants and stuff. And I was thinking about that fig plant over at the cottage. <laughs> and <laughs> you know what? I think that thing's going to make it. I do. I have the best feeling about it. I, I just think you are as high as a damn cot because that thing died two years ago. No, no, yes. it didn't. The one by the house. Yes, that thing that you keep oh thinking. Oh my gosh. Is, that thing you keep thinking is a fig is not a fig. No. So, yeah, no, it's not going to make it. Sorry, Alicia. Okay, Sorry, honey. Well, it died. Well, well, fooey. Well, I had good high hopes. <laughs> well, my brother does that. He buys exotic, like, fruits and plants and stuff, and he's got a little bit of a green thumb. And so I love to get him things along those lines. And I saw all these varieties of figs, uh, fig plants that you could order. And so I thought, oh, it's going to make it. It's going to make it. Without realizing that I haven't really laid eyes on it in a long time, have I? <laughs> All right. Well, here's the here's the sad story of that fig plant. Okay. Is that um, it came from my sister in law who has a big old big old big big old big old tree fig tree. Yeah. And they went out to dig up some figs for us to bring back with us. Yeah. And as always, and this is what Joe does all the time, he didn't get enough root. There just wasn't uh-huh. enough root to sustain that plant. Uh-huh. But we do have three figs in the backyard here right now, well, which were good. given to me. Uh, two of them were given to me. I did a wedding for some folks, and they bartered with plants, so they gave me fig. Uh-huh. I don't remember where the other one came from, but, what, yes, there are some in the back that I believe have survived the winter. We will see very soon. So are you more the the exotic plant person or is he neither one of us really really no we we like to grow food yes and, and we well, like figs so that's the reason for figs ah well that's kind of the same with my brother he always buys something that or has something that grows food like he got into pineapples you know buy the pineapple at the grocery store kind of thing and oh and cut and- the top off yeah, and plant it, and he has pineapples now every year. And wow! Done the same thing with lemons and so How on. Does he, does he have a greenhouse? How does he protect them in the winter? 
he brings them inside his house. Oh, so they're in a pot. Yeah. Yeah. They're all in pots, which speaking of, you know, that it's legal to grow cacao in the United States, which I, I didn't realize it was. And I cacao, didn't realize it was illegal. It was, there was some trade agreement oh. uh, at one time. And I remember when I was looking at it because I was fascinated by raw chocolate. And my web office had plenty of space and I could have grown it had I wanted to or had I been able to is what I should say. Um, Yeah. And so I was looking and I found where you could buy a, a, you know, a cacao plant. And I guess for you'd really need to get two of them so that they would prosper and uh, bear fruit at some point. But are you going to get them for your brother? I am. Yeah. I, and I'm I'm hoping, I'm so hoping that he doesn't know about this because he's awful to buy for. He's awful to get anything for. So <laughs> I'm, I'm really excited about it. <laughs> yeah. And uh, he'll have to put them in a, you know, in a pot or something. But can you imagine if you could just go downstairs and harvest some fresh cocoa butter or go downstairs and get some raw chocolate and bring it upstairs and you know, roast it up. Uh, yeah, that sounds like a big pain in the butt, but uh, yeah. Oh, it sounds wonderful to me. Does it? it? Does. Oh, gosh, yeah. It does. Huh. I am the world's biggest fan of raw chocolate and products that are made from cacao. I am. Cocoa oh, I didn't, and, I didn't know that about you. That's yeah. interesting. <laughs> I don't know why, but I just, I really dig it. And I, I really like good quality chocolate because of that. But I got spoiled. We did that. I think I've told you before we did like a a raw green smoothie video podcast kind of thing. But we tried to live that lifestyle or my friends and I tried to live that lifestyle for a long time. That's how I got familiar with raw chocolate. Huh. I don't know much about it, really. Uh, it's just, you know, I used to take, I used to take almond. Now to this day, I want my almonds to have been soaked overnight in water and almost at the point of sprouting. Cause that's when they have the most enzymes and amino acids and they're the most healthy for you. And to me, they just taste so good that way. Instead of having to, I don't like them when they're all dried out and have salt on them and all that stuff. I like to taste them. So my favorite thing to do would be to soak some almonds and then to take some raw coconut and raw cacao and soak and put it all in my blender thing that I had. And if it's if it wasn't sweet enough, I would take a little bit of a fig and I would put in there with it. And that would sweeten it up just enough. And I would make truffles and I would eat and my blood sugar was perfect. And I would. I swear it's like getting high for me because I, I would eat it and I would just be like, oh, my God, this is the best thing I've ever had in my life. You know, wow. Yeah. It's been a long time since I've done that, though. What is, I, we used to do raw food meals. We would uncook a whole meal and and we do like raw food pizzas and stuff like that. We make the pizza crust with uh, chia seeds. And 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 some other seed I can't maybe quinoa or something, and then we'd have a little bit of raw garlic mixed in with it, and then we do, you know, dried tomatoes and stuff like that for the for the uh, the you know, the sauce on it. We do other stuff too, so yeah, it's fun. Back oh, in the day, pre-pandemic, what, what got you away from doing that? Time. And it takes money. a long time. All that stuff takes a long yeah, time. It takes time. It takes money. And really it, it takes a partner in it because it's, it. you basically have to fight society uh, on so many levels to eat that way. And you, you can't really go to a restaurant and order it. And so if you're in the business world, it's kind of hard to, you know, you know, and, and it's just a lot easier if there's somebody to help you with it. And huh. that's what I found. And we just, uh, once once the office broke up, and, and I just had my mind on other things. My dad was sick at the time. And, uh, 
Yeah. And, and once we broke the office up and stuff, it's like, well, you know, I don't have time to soak the almonds and go find some raw cacao and do this thing and do this other thing. You know, I got to go do some of those things that the practical things, but I never forgot it. Mm. And those raw green smoothies were the best. And we used to make a pudding with raw cacao powder and avocado. And, and uh, I would usually do some fig or something in it too. And you would never know that you weren't eating a full sugar pudding, chocolate pudding. It was the best stuff ever. No mm. joke. I sure, I sure do love avocados. Oh, I do too. They're on sale this week. I was just going to say, they're on sale this week. I bought three yesterday. Did you? I'm gonna go I did. Some. I'm going to make a big old batch of guacamole today. <laughs> I, I can feel that my taste is changing and I'm moving into that kind of seasonal change that you do with your food. Do you do that? Oh, gosh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. In yeah, fact, because- uh, yesterday I was out at Hopi mm-hmm. and I got, um, they had bags of greens that were, you know, their sell-by date was very soon. Yeah. And I got a, a bag of uh, collards for $1.99, organic collards. <sighs> wow, 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 wow. That wow. are washed and chopped up. And um, I cooked those this morning. Uh, right after breakfast, I, and I had a big old bowl of them when we were having our pre-show. Oh, that sounds good. Big old bowl of collard greens. Yeah, oh, that sounds so good. Well, um, I had peanut butter and apple. Oh, I That's love that. Nice. You know, I can't wait. I'm waiting on my teeth to come in. My store-bought teeth. Yeah. So eating an apple is that's problematic at this point oh but it won't be for much longer yay for you no beginning beginning of march i should have my choppers then two weeks later you're going across the ocean that's That's right that is right i'll I'll have my learning curve with my new teeth over in in scotland you'll be able to handle it i'll bet you well i'll just take them out if they don't work because god knows i've gotten used to eating without teeth Mm. It's just a lot of stuff I can't eat, but I sure as heck can eat haggis and caddies and all that soft, gushy stuff. Yes, I bet you can. So, uh, Adventure's a cat dog. I think his tastes are changing, too. Uh Uh-oh, what's up with cat dog? Well, uh, besides him just being psycho? Well, (laughs) I mean, that's nothing new. You know... I don't even understand him because I brought in sushi and you know, most cats would just lose their mind over something like that. And he could not be bothered. He could not, he didn't, could not be bothered at all by it. Oh, how funny. I know. But had I brought in some Brussels sprouts, now he would have jumped down from wherever he was and come, come over there for him. He is a weirdo. He is. <laughs> yes, he is. He's looking at me right now going, hey, I didn't give you permission to say that. I'm going to go scratch something of yours now. <laughs> I'll go poop in your shoes. Yeah, he no, he's knock on wood. He's pretty good. We've been very lucky with our cats. Almost all of the cats that we adopted were older and they were all just very good. <laughs> we were lucky. And then we met this cat. (laughs) (laughs) And your luck ran out. And the luck ran dry. Yes, it did. Yes, it did. So are you planting anything new this year? No, I will plant probably the same stuff I plant every year. There might be a variation on a theme. Like um, yesterday, we are renovating our little Italian garden. So yesterday, we got out there. And dug out the dead rosemary and cut back that stinking sage that smells like a bad armpit. <laughs> um, and then dug out, you know, just re- redid the whole bed. Yeah. So I put the asparagus. We have some young asparagus at one end of that bed. Mm-hmm. So I put that in a better place where it's going to get a little more light. And then um, I think I'm going to plant broad beans behind 
the asparagus up against the fence, Italian broad beans. Hmm. But I mean, I, I grow beans, all kinds of beans. So that, and then hmm. yesterday I cleaned up another bed and planted uh, radishes and put in some uh, onion sets. Mm-hmm. And I've been trying to, you know, I got that vole problem back in the big garden. Mm-hmm. And I understand that voles hate garlic and daffodils. So I had some daffodils that needed to be moved. And I put them around the edges of the two beds that had the worst voles last year. Oh. And then I seeded the ground with chopped up garlic. So we'll <laughs> see. We'll see. That's smart. That's very Damn voles. Well, this year, I may do something, but I, I doubt I'll do anything big. But I do have a place that I'm going to help plant. Some oh, yeah, your friend's stuff. place. Yeah, some sun-loving stuff. And uh, they've got a, a staircase, like a concrete staircase, uh-huh. that was five or six steps up. And it's actually been turned up. It's loose. It's not attached to anything. So it's been turned up, and it's sitting vertically kind of upside down, if you will. And it is perfect to, it's like five perfect ledges to put some pots on. So that's, I'm going to do that, put some pots on there and plant a few little things and a few little things that travel up and up. Good. Uh, you know, yes, just, is, that where, is that where you're going to put your damn morning glories? I'll probably put those around the porch. Most oh, they do look pretty climbing up a porch. Yeah. Well, I think that's where she had hers, uh, was on a porch. And this this place, she loved purple. So I'll probably try and find some purple morning glories. And my grandma loved blue morning mm-hmm. glories. That so sky some, blue color. Yeah, with the little, the white inside. Yeah. Yeah. And I, so I love the blue. So I'll probably get some of each. And somebody told me there was such a thing as pink ones, but I've never seen them. I know there's some white ones. And we have tulip trees. I'd love to replant a tulip tree. I love those. I do, too. No, I've seen pink morning glories. Have you? There's pink ones. Let me ask you this. This This past full moon, did you happen to notice any any weirdness in your sleep? (laughs) um no because you know i'm so weird i always sleep during the full moon i sleep like a big old baby and if i could sleep with the moon shining on my face i think i'd sleep even better that's the best i i did not notice that i noticed it was you know the same as it always seems to be with me why did you would you sleep all busted up um yeah i had covid somnia this last week Oh, no. Yeah, I had like three or four nights of it. It was awful. By the time the third night of it had happened, I started feeling like I was going to die because I could not sleep. I wanted to. I was exhausted. I kept trying to. As far as I know, I didn't have any overriding worry that was keeping me up other than whatever my normal neurosis is but i wasn't i wasn't really well everybody's got theirs i wasn't really focused on anything i didn't feel any huge amount of stress or pressure i just couldn't sleep and the longer i went without sleep the less likely it was i was going to be able to is the way that it felt like and i was oh, yeah. overwrought is the word that i use you know it's where you're just like what is going on? I, I mean, it was, it sucked. And it did uh, correspond a little bit with the moon. Uh, but that's not a normal cycle for me It's the, to do that. I think COVID had more to do with it than anything. But I got tickled because I was complaining to my mom. I was on the phone with her and I was complaining to her about it. I was like, I just had the worst night's sleep. And she said, you know, I haven't slept well either. And she said, I don't know what's up with that. And then at some point she goes, maybe it's the full moon. And I was like, who are you? That is so weird. Yeah. She's she's a just a, a surprising mix 
of science and intuition. And I don't even think she realizes it. Huh. <laughs> but she did used to talk about how when she when she was had first started at the hospital, she was working in the emergency room. And she said it was common knowledge that on full moon nights, they were going to be crazier. She yeah, I think that's true. Yeah. And so maybe she's had that idea all along, you know, and I just, I wasn't privy to her thought process on it or anything. So, huh. <laughs> but it was weirdest thing to hear her say that. <laughs> like, yeah, maybe so, mom. Yeah. <laughs> What do you want to go take some ayahuasca next weekend or something? I mean, she's oh my gosh, how there. funny! <laughs> <laughs> no, and here this woman doesn't even want to do CBD, you know, because <laughs> so I can't imagine. I can't Aww. imagine. So <laughs> anyway, um, looking forward. I've been out and about once uh, in the last couple of weeks to kind of take a look around and see what looks like it might be getting ready to 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 pop up mushroom wise yeah well usually i look for mushrooms are the prize at the end of it but i always look for other things you know crocus and snowdrops and bloodroot and fiddleheads and uh on and on and on and they have a certain uh time period a certain certain order that they pop up in that's what i should say so I know I'm getting really close to morels when I start seeing fiddleheads. Nice fiddleheads. I love them. Yes. I saw a couple of fizzle, fizzle heads, fiddleheads yesterday. Fizzleheads. I knew some fizzleheads in school, but no. Um, so I feel like spring is coming. Do you can, already? Good for you. Yeah, I feel like there's now I feel like spring will come <laughs> and it's maybe it's just around the corner. I don't make the mistake of thinking it's spring yet. You know, we have traditionally gotten at least one big snow every year in the last two weeks of February or later. And well, we're supposed to get snow this weekend. Yeah, I don't think there'll be much snow, though. I'm talking about a pretty big snow. So I wouldn't be surprised to see another snow, you see. Um, I remember when the Concord landed, that was a very late snow. That was like April 4th. And that was a huge snow, and everybody got stuck in town who had come in to see it. <laughs> that was awful. It was awful. I worked at I worked at a ho the Days Inn Asheville Airport on that fateful evening, and I that I checked everybody in. And I said, "No, nah, it doesn't snow this late. I'm not worried about it." And then the next morning, I was still there because first shift desk clerk couldn't come in because of the snow. <laughs> and I had to see all those people who were mad. I thought you said it wasn't going to snow. <laughs> I learned a lesson. I learned a lesson about promising snow right then. <laughs> well, and I'm laughing at you because what y'all don't know is in the pre-show, when we talk about all the things that we will not be talking about on the show, yeah, even though, you know. So uh, we were talking about, Alicia and I, the thing we mentioned sort of casually last week about, dang, we ought to take some folks up to, over to Gatlinburg and do a big old tour of the town, blah, blah, blah. So we're talking about that. And this woman, this crazy woman who's my <laughs> business partner, said, well, and then we could just get a block of rooms and, you know, just stay over. And, oh, that, that wouldn't be a problem at all. And I just looked at her <laughs> like, well, are you out of your damn mind? She said, well, I've been doing events for decades. I know. And I said, yes. I've been doing events for decades too, but you have don't to ever say that ain't going to be no problem. <laughs> yeah, that's just jinxing something. If you're dealing it. with other people, <laughs> just don't even do it. That's right. Well, you know, it is a nice thought, but I really think that people would have a better time if they could get there however they wanted to. 
they want to drive themselves or carpool or something like that. That'd probably be. And then we we should dig up some of our old stories and things that we know about the area and just give them a good one. I really I think, think people would like. I just think that will be so much fun. I honestly do. So, y'all, if you would like to do a walking tour of beautiful downtown Gatlinburg, Tennessee, with the weird mountain gals, <laughs> let us know, and we'll figure out how we need to arrange it. Because, hell yes, we can get young transportation to rent us a big old bus. We'll be we'll drive into Gatlinburg like the squirrel nut zippers. Or, if it's easier for y'all to just meet us in Gatlinburg, we can figure out where <laughs> we can all meet. Yeah. And then we can meet up and we can have a walk through. We can go eat some fudge at the fudge shop and we can mm -hmm. go down and look at the creek. Oh, my goodness. We have a great time. Uh, and that would give me a reason, a valid reason, to contact Dolly's management and to say, hey, you know, we are from this area and we're thinking about doing this thing and just want to know if there's anything that you'd like us to touch on or something you could add to it. Wouldn't that be interesting? Because we, you know, our goal, y'all, is to meet Dolly. We just we just want to meet Dolly and thank her. Thank and her. Let, and maybe have our picture made with her, maybe shake her hand or something. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. we got we got goals, people, goals. We do. <laughs> and the more we can be down there, the better off we'll be. That's exactly right. <laughs> so anyway, so we have been talking about that. So y'all uh, let us know if you would like to. And then, you know, we'd finish up probably with supper somewhere and then everybody go home. Yeah. Absolutely. And if, if they wanted to stay another night, they could. Mm -hmm. We could head on back through the gorge and come on home. Yep. Yep. How do you drive to get there? Through the gorge, I guess? Yeah. I think I, you know, I've not been there. And I've not been there since before a pandemic. But, oh, wow. I, yeah, I usually go through the gorge and then, you know, take off, take that little old road that goes off to the. Yeah, is off to the left. I don't. Mm. I don't know what it is. Sorry. We used to go to. Um, oh, what is this? It's a shopping. It's. A, um, I keep wanting to say Commerce Georgia, but well, I don't. It might be, but I. I don't know. But we would you mean take that a big old shopping thing in Commerce Georgia, Tanner. It's a Tanner outlet. Yeah, big. Yeah, a Tanager, Tanner, or something. Tanner, hey, yeah. you're right. Uh, I used to go out there and just shop. I can't believe I was a person who would shop. That was kind of fun, but I never want to take 40. To go. I don't like the traffic on 40, so I go the other way, and it takes you takes you near, um, is it called Emerald Caverns out that way or Emerald something? Oh, and it, yeah, maybe. A, yeah, and it's just a little road. It's just a little road, but I like it better. So that's probably how I would get there, taking yeah. a back road. <laughs> can, and can you do the, is the road that's the tail of the dragon? That, does that take you into to Gatlinburg? Towards no, Gatlinburg? The, that'll take you into uh, Maryville and Knoxville. Oh, there you go. Yeah. And then they have, um, they have a new, well, not new anymore, but they have a parkway called the Cherahala Skyway. Yes, ma'am. And that's the other side of Massey Branch there. And it'll take you, from what I understand, two or three different places back, way back. And it's a long drive and it's beautiful. So this beautiful area. So we got so many road trip things we could do this year. And I'm going to as much as I can. <laughs> Just saying it out loud. There you go. <laughs> Speak it into being. Oh, yeah. Well, you're already basically booked for the year, aren't you? I or am. Are you? I am. Um, somebody asked me to do something the other day, and I just I just said, I, I don't think I can. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I wish I could. That's a great problem to have because it's stuff that you love doing. It is. And there was a there's one thing I've not been to in several years now because they, you know, a lot of these things, it's the second weekend in fill in the blank month. But this one thing just keeps changing, so I can't pencil it in. And I would love to go back to it, but by the time they get around to saying, would you like to come this year, I'm already booked with something else. So 
I don't know yeah. when I'll ever get back there. Well, that's a shame. It is a shame. Well, hopefully, it's good folks. Pardon? If it's, meant to, if it's meant to be, hopefully it'll be soon. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Well, not too soon. Not till 24, maybe. 24, yeah. Gosh, are you, are you booked for 24 at all? I've got a couple of bookings for 24, yeah. In demand. You are well, in demand. I don't know. You know, if you were on TikTok, you'd have to get a secretary. <laughs> I would give you a lecture, but <laughs> before you got, I mean, I'm not paranoid about you know the Chinese grabbing all my information or whatever. But that is all that TikTok is: is the Chinese grabbing all your information. Yeah. <laughs> well. I'll tell you, the scams go on, and not just on TikTok. TikTok's famously got some scamming going on there uh, because the main goal is information. They all want information. I remember, I'll never forget, actually, my little brother, the one who works works uh, in computers now, I remember in third grade he told me that in the future, information was going to be the thing that was the most valuable because we were talking about oil economies and and so on and so forth and he was right information is king i got a piece of mail in yesterday and had i just not you know i'm just lucky to know recognize it i might have fallen for it because it was it was somewhat worded like those uh timeshare offers that you get you ever had one where they say, oh, we're going to give you this and this and this. And all you have to do is come and listen to a 45 minute spiel. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and a lot of people do that. I was one of those people. I did several of those through the years. And this one was aimed at it called itself a travel and tourism seminar, I think. And if and it offered me two round trip tickets. On Southwest, <laughs> which I thought was masterful, but anyway, uh, because it, you know, and it offered me uh, a three-night stay at, at a Hilton, a Mary, at a Marriott or something else, like pick from whatever ones. Okay, Tourism and Travel Show, American United, uh, dear Mrs. Alicia, you and your spouse or partner are courted. Now, now this is, you'll pick up on this, Okay. Are you and your spouse or partner are cordially invited to attend Tourism and Travel Show 23? Is there something weird about that sentence? Uh, no, I guess I'm not getting it. What's weird about well, it? Well, they left out some of the, a couple of the words. Invited to attend Tourism and Travel Show. It should have been like a tourism. Oh, or oh I get it. Yeah. Or they should have named it. Okay. They didn't name it. Tourism and Travel Show 2023. Join us for a fun-filled tourism and travel showcase attempting to get America traveling again. In exchange for your attendance, you will receive two complimentary round-trip airline vouchers, including two nights at one of over a thousand Marriott's, Hilton's, or Hyatt's. These vouchers are valid for travel within the continental United States departing from most major international airports. The retail value, and by the way, retail value was capitalized, is up to, <laughs> mm -hmm, to $1,089. Seminar, air, and hotel vouchers are limited and are on a first-come, first-serve. If we do not hear from you within seven days, these travel vouchers will be awarded to an alternate. This correspondence will serve as your final notice. Bonus, first 50 attendees will receive a bonus $100 dining voucher good at over 45,000 restaurants. Please call us now at, and gives the number. Well, it's like, okay, that English was almost good enough to be. <laughs> but there were some subtle things going on that tell me. Oh, my gosh. And once awful. you check the number out, you find out that this is an Arab phone number it, it it comes from an arab it's always associated with an arab business oh my gosh yeah and it was like they didn't uh, there were just some things about it but it looked perfectly fine 
but it's like, I don't even want to pick up the phone and call that number because I don't want them to log my number as a live living human. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's like people will scam you smiling faces, smiling <laughs> faces you know, they will. They don't tell the truth. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I, when, as I was approaching the age of retirement, because God knows I can't ever retire, <laughs> I would get all these things, how to manage your finances for retirement. Oh, yes. And it was these different companies that wanted to manage, you know, my money. Ha ha ha. <laughs> I bet they did. And I always loved the ones that would give you a free dinner at the Ruth's Chris Steakhouse. Yes. Oh my God, the food there is so good. I've and I never go, you know, and you had to go with your husband. And right. you know, you had to make X amount of money a year and all this other stuff. I just loved because Man, the steak is good, and even that cream spinach, damn, it is good, and the taters, and you get dessert, and that's good. I I would do that to listen to some kind of spiel. Yeah. Well, let me ask you, is that something that they serve you different items on one plate, or do you go and order it a la carte, or it's already chosen for you? I think it's already chosen. It seems like you... You have a choice. Maybe you have a choice of the meat if you want to do chicken instead. Okay. okay. Uh, but, yeah, and I suspect the portions are smaller than if you were spending $60 a plate on it like you would be. Somebody but told me that every, every item was a la carte, that if you wanted, you know, if you wanted asparagus, you had to order that. And if you wanted a potato, you had to order that. And if you wanted oh, a steak. Huh. That, but I, I don't know. I've never been. But I've, well, I'll tell you, I've never heard anything bad about it. I've never been when I was paying. So, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Lucky. I only, I only go when they want to sell me something that I'm not going to buy. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think I went uh, to a timeshare one or Myrtle Beach back in the 80s. All right, here's my damn phone again. Hold on. Okay. Hello? I'd turn it off, but I don't know how. Hello, Mr. Mrs. Bollard? They heard our conversation. (laughs) Mrs. Bollard? Yep, sorry. All right, where were we? (laughs) We were just talking about scams. Golly. Not that every timeshare thing is a scam. Some of them are not, you know. Well, some- I don't I don't know. I went to one of those one time and I can't I, I can't remember where or what or anything about it, but I do remember I went to one once and I just kept saying, No. No, I'm sorry. No, I mean, no, <laughs> no. I mean, well, how can we make you you can't. I ain't doing it. No, no, no. They didn't, they didn't, they were not best pleased with me. (laughs) Well, I remember just telling them up front that we just came for the vacation. We just needed some time off and all of this was offered for free, but we didn't have any intention of buying anything. (laughs) And what did they say? They were really relieved, I think, because they didn't want to spend their time, waste any time trying to pressure us into something we weren't going to do. Yeah. You know, and so we didn't waste their time. We tried to be polite and we thanked them. And they, uh, they also realized that there's a certain margin of people who are just like us who wanted to go just for the vacation. That's why they, they throw out that vacation thing. And it's like, okay, we're going to throw a big wide net. And we know that, Maybe out of 50 people, maybe somebody will buy. But they have to have 49 people who don't then, you see? Yeah. yeah. So, um, so, yeah, it was fine. And it was also, it was a nice experience. Now, I, my brother has got timeshare or two, one or two, I think, and has had a very good experience with them. And as a matter of fact, the whole family has used them from time to time. Huh. Yeah, I went to Ve- Las Vegas to uh to it to visit it there well it would to visit las vegas and i stayed there at my brother's place timeshare and it was really nice and you know if you're a person who you know you're going to travel every year 
You want a guaranteed nice place, you know, and you want to be able to be flexible. Most of these timeshares, you can trade them out for other places. Yeah. So they yeah. have a network of these, like maybe all the Marriott's or the Hamptons or whatever that have these little con, they're called hotel miniums. And uh, <laughs> they are. Yeah. And, and uh, so you can own one week out of the year or two weeks or whatever you buy. And so for some people, it's a really good deal. For me, it would not be because I'm a person who wants to camp. Right. Right. I don't, I don't need a hotel minium. I got it. Nobody would believe this about me because I'm such a kind of rural nobody, but I love Vegas. What? I love Vegas. I just think it's exciting. And I, you know, I feel guilty that they're using all that energy on all those crazy lights and all that stuff. But boy, it is just like Oz to me. Like what? People really do this? What? I, I, you could knock me down with a feather on that. I would have never guessed that. That's so cool. <laughs> do you I ever just, go to like a show or do you no. go? And you, I've only been there once. <laughs> Did you get uh, a little bit? Not really. Um, <laughs> I went there. My, um, my mother and father-in-law it was their anniversary. Uh -huh. They used to go on big old gambling trips every once in a while out to Vegas. So my sister-in-law organized that the whole family would be there when they arrived at their fav favorite Chinese buffet. So they get there thinking they're just going to have some supper. And there's a whole damn family at a big old table. Oh, and that is great. It was just delightful. We had a good, good time. Wow, that sounds great. Ooh, I'd love to take you to Vegas. I would. We would have a good time. I made so many wonderful goddess photos because there are goddesses everywhere. And I don't mean skinny women with big boobs and no. skimpy dresses. I mean no. actual statues. I know exactly what you mean. They're just beautiful. There's a, a museum of dead neon signage and dead like corporate signs that you can walk through. It's or it's not really a museum. It's more like a urban junkyard. Oh, you can, you can see. Oh, you would love that place. I love to go there. I don't gamble, but I don't need to because it's it's another one. It's like it really is a cesspool of humanity. You know, <laughs> well, I, the the drinks were cheap, and the food was actually pretty cheap when we were there. So yeah. we hung around with the family for a, you know about a day, I guess. Oh, here's a <laughs> phone again. Uh, they got nothing to say to me, and yet they keep calling. Miss Ballard. <laughs> Miss Ballard. This is Brad. Right. <laughs> Frank. Sometimes it's Frank. It's Frank. So, See, you ain't got nothing to say. To me. It's about the warranty on my car. Oh, We've been yeah. trying to reach you. We've left several messages. <laughs> um, <coughs> where were we? Um, so the food was cheap, and it there was oh so much stuff to see. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I'd go back. I think we started with a tour of the Hoover Dam. That was oh. fun. <laughs> I am your damn guide. I'm your damn guide. <laughs> My my our nephew is um he's a Georgia Tech guy. Okay. He's a master's from Georgia Tech, so he's a he is a rambling wreck and a hell of an engineer. So oh. he wanted to go to see how you know how the inner workings. So we did the the behind the scenes tour. It was fun. Isn't it? Yeah, I like that. And we got little hard hats to wear. Ooh, yep. Lovely. <laughs> that and plus I always think of the National Lampoon's uh, Vegas Vacation. That's that's a, one of my favorite movies. I've never Vegas seen Vegas. that. Oh, you should. If you just want to laugh and, and you don't want to have to think much, you should watch that sometime. <laughs> you mean it's, right it's after really... I watch the news, I should, uh, yeah. I should watch that? Yeah, that would be a good time. i so. got to tell you, I know we don't have a whole lot of time left, but did you watch the State of the Union address the other night? Yes. 
Yes. Holy moly. I don't know when. I think it was the one, the best one I've ever seen. Because it just, it was like no holds barred. I didn't know what was going to happen. I didn't know if that, that big old blonde woman with that white coat on, I yes. didn't know if she was like going to pull up a folding chair and smack somebody. I know. That's what it seemed like. Holy. That's, a, that, that's the, the word I used was devolved. What have yeah. we devolved into? <laughs> and that's Holy. exactly that. And there was another one. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. Yeah, don't you better not get me started on that. Oh, you know, no, I loved it. And I loved, I mean, I I don't, Biden was my last choice, as I've said many, many times, he was my last choice. Well, I mean, the other guy was my last choice, but, okay, you know, yeah. Biden won really high on my agenda. And, and I still, you know, I'm still not in love with him, but I think he's, you know, he's just working on the stuff I love, like infrastructure and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. Anyway, I loved him just. And I don't know if he did it because he didn't realize what was going on or what. But when they, he said, and some of y'all, you know, trying to stop Medicare and Social Security. People are like, no, we're not trying to do that. Yeah. Well, come by my office and I'll show you. I'll show you where you're doing it. Yeah. So are you telling me that you're not, that that's off the table? That you're not going to try to get rid of it? They're like, yes, yes, that's exactly right. And I thought, well, <laughs> damn, that was pretty clever. Uh-huh. And did you see McCarthy's face when he was? Yes. Mm-hmm. I was also saw McCarthy trying to shush people up. Mm-hmm. Primarily, Miss Whitecoat. Why White would Coat. there's only one reason that you dress like that indoors at an event? Only so that one. you can look like a idiot. Well, they were calling her Cruella the Bill, but uh, no, for the attention. It's for the attention. Well, she, I mean, she and also uh, the governor of Arkansas both wore white because that was, you know, virtue signaling to their base that, you know, that balloon went all the way across the country and that damn Biden didn't do a thing about it. So, and which has given me a wonderful excuse to say, yeah, I know white trash when I see it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I grew up in the South. I know white trash. Yeah. yeah. I grew up poor in the South. I know what white trash looks like. Yeah. And, you know, before Memorial Day. <laughs> Honestly, what was she thinking? That's it. Yeah, well, not, she wasn't thinking. She doesn't have that that ability. She doesn't have that finesse. She I knew, just no, she doesn't. I, I knew a woman years ago, Ethel Austin, and she was an older woman, uh, and now she's gone to her reward. But she used to say, you know, you can't help being white. And you can't help being poor, but you can help being trash. You don't have to be trash. That's right. That's right. I remember them talking about those distinctions too. Poor, white, trash. Yeah. So, of course, that's what I battle all the time in doing all this Appalachian stuff is that we, you know, you don't have to be trash and we're not trash. Or as we would have said, trash. Trash. We ain't trash. We may be poor and we may be white, but we ain't trash. That's it. That's it. (laughs) No, we're not. We were raised better than that. Well, and and what was that? What was that woman in that big old yellow chartreuse dress? Oh, that was Kirsten Cinema. Yes. I didn't didn't know who it was. So I Googled uh, State of the Union ugly yellow dress and her name immediately came up yeah i was like she was like something out of early star trek it was uh she was compared last night i want to say uh maybe it was james corden it was one of those late night shows compared her to a tortilla chip or or something a lot like a cheetos or something like that the way Uh that she was shaped the way that it was shaped there and i thought well okay of whatever, but you're it's just evolved from something that had a little bit of honor and a real purpose into something that's just a battle for a winner, winner on your side, win yeah. at any cost because your masters, the ones who pay for you, uh, have, have told you that you have to. And that, I mean, I know that's really 
I don't know what you would call it. Cynical. Cynical, yeah. But I also feel like that's the truth. No, I yeah, I think I think it absolutely is the truth. And when I say those who bought and paid for you, there is an answer to that. You know, there's an answer. We could we could insist that every candidate spend the same amount of money and it needed to be a smaller amount or something. Yeah. So that everybody's on an even playing field. Because big there are certain industries that pay for certain politicians and we all everybody knows it. Well, there was that meme a while back of uh, it ought to be like NASCAR so that they've all got patches on their on their their suits (laughs) telling who's who's uh, who's bought and paid for them. Yeah. Yeah. I I agree with that. And the whole party system is so flawed that I'm, I'm ready to say, no, just get rid of it. We don't need districts. Let's just do popular vote. The vote is what matters. The oh, will that's of the people, I think for sure. The will of the people, but that is something that people have never seen in their lifetime. No, and, and it's also something it. that all that can also be corrupted, mm-hmm. and that's just the truth of it. Well, it is I truth. don't know. I ain't got no answers except I am going to tell you that we're almost out of time. So we are. Yeah, we ought to be thinking about doing a big fat Appalachian goodbye. All right, y'all. and bye, y'all. Thanks for listening to us rattling on and on. I don't think we talked about death at all, though. Well, it's always around. But politics, which is like death. And in many it's a certain kind of death, the death of ethics. Yeah. How's that? Death of the soul. You can look in the eyes of some of them. <laughs> Y'all <And> <laughs> Thank you for spending your time with us here at Weird Mountain Gals. We sure do appreciate it. You know, I know time is the most important thing we have. So I promise that if you take your time to listen to us, we'll take our time to continue to be weird. Many thanks to Sunslice Records for all the help. We couldn't do it without you, Craig. Check out our social media for information, community, or a few laughs. W-Y-R-D Mountain Gals.